was thinking for the uh, intro, we'll just do uh, Mastered MMA. Mastered <laughs> MMA. Mastered MMA. Mastered MMA. Yeah. And that be it. You should have just done that. <laughs> if I wanted. Alright, what's happening people? Welcome to another episode of Mustard MMA. We are here to talk about mixed martial arts, UFC. My name is Joe. Matt is my co-host. How you doing, sir? I'm exceptionally well. Dangerously well. <laughs> what's happening your end, mate? All what's good, happening? Mate. Yeah, all good actually. I'm in a good mood as well. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling fresh. It's uh, got to stay positive, haven't you, during lockdown? Can't let it get to you. Yeah, absolutely. We've had a bit of positive news, haven't we? We've got a little, a little vaccine nearing its uh, yeah, conclusion, boy. hopefully. We're right down the list in terms of getting it, but maybe in a Proper. couple of years we'll get it. Well, you say that. You, uh, you're you knocking on a bit this week, aren't you? I am, yeah. It is the uh, the old birthday on Thursday. You are creeping towards the big free Ojo. You are officially getting into geriatric territory along with me. That's it. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? You got any plans? Well, got any plans? No. Obviously, no plans. Um, obviously, we don't break the rules, so we're staying in because of lockdown. Um, what plans can you get? Luckily, luckily, I've got family around, so a bit of a takeaway, and that's about as exciting as things get at the moment, isn't it, I'm afraid? Well, yeah. I mean, you've got the virtual <laughs> beers and all that, but they're sort of old hat now, aren't they? No one really does that anymore. Yeah, I mean, I'm tired of the kind of... Uh, house party calls kind of about two weeks in really <laughs> yeah easy to easy to duck out though without people telling you to stay for one more just shut the laptop and fuck off so. that's it run out of battery in it see you later easily done sorry <laughs> see you later <laughs> but yeah nothing to report my end i'm afraid i've I'm actually gone veggie this month so oh how's it going had a few linda mccartney's got some burgers in the freezer it's going well, man. I'm enjoying it. I had this corn thing yesterday. Not to prattle on. We've Go got on. fights to talk about. I had this corn thing yesterday. It was like a, a scallop. It was like a moodier scallop. Yeah. They yep. had like pesto and mozzarella in it and like fake chicken. Mustard it was. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> cracking. I've, I've no need to go back. That's it. I mean, I'm going to struggle to get... For life. I'm going to struggle to get Tonk eating soybean chicken, but... Good, man. It's going well. I'm doing my bit for the environment. I suggest you do the same, Joe. Yeah, nice. No, you can't knock it, can you? You can't knock it. All right, then, as you say, we, we are we are here to talk about fights. There's a big one in particular that I, that I liked at the weekend. The big man, 41 years old, Glover Teixeira, still doing it. I said last week, no, it's probably unlikely he's going to get five wins on the bounce at his age. Went out there, smashed it, all right. Got dropped a couple of times, but just shows what an absolute machine he is. Just, just a heart of a of a, of a line, and he really and uh, impressive, really win over Santos, and it. I mean, he took him down, weathered the storm, and ju- just just finished him. Great. That was it, innit? it? Weathered the storm. I thought. Yeah. Thirty seconds in, I thought we sort of nailed our pick. Santos doing what Santos does best, but Glover does what Glover does best, and he just just walked through them shots like they were fucking just <laughs> swatting away flies, and just. Just bossed it completely, bar that hairy moment at the beginning of the first round and the beginning of the third round, I think it was. Yep. Just complete domination. Once he got into the ground, um, I think Santos was number one going in, so that's a huge win for Glover, isn't it? 41. I know. And he's just, just absolutely smashing it. 
the big question is obviously what happens here now. You beat number one, you're the number one contender. No one else to beat before you get to the big boss at the end of the, the level, <laughs> which is yeah. Big Yan in this case. That's it. The power is Last week, Israel Adesanya. He's stepping in to fight. Yeah, what happens now? You've got a big uh, conundrum, Joe. You're the boss. Put your boss man hat on. What, what's, what's going on? What, how do you decipher this code? Yeah, it's it's such unfortunate timing, isn't it, really? You look at it now, you're like, why did they make that Izzy fight so soon, really? Because Izzy's kind of got a lot of time on his side. He can do whatever he wants, pretty much. And he knew you've got this one coming up. And... To think if Glover did win and put to, if he was going to put on a performance like this, you could probably anticipate that you'd end up in this kind of situation where even, I think Dana White's kind of said, like, he agrees with Glover, to be honest. He probably deserves his shot. You know, he's 41 years old. He's not going to be around forever. He's just strung five wins on the bounce together. But there's no one left to beat, really. He should be getting a title shot. So it's kind of odd that they've made that Izzy fight-ish. They never announced a date, did they, officially? So... Ideally, I'd like to see I'd like to see Glover get his go. I'd like to see them put that Izzy one to one side if they can, and uh, and and get the big man up against him. Forty one is. I mean, all right. Would they say he's not going to hold on to the title <clears throat> for that long? He's forty one years old. He's probably retiring soon. But I think the story of what he what the what the story would be if he was to win the title at forty one years old, six wins on the bounce against the best in the division. Having a few years ago look like he might be on the way out. I think you've got to make that. You've got to give him that opportunity. I think I think he deserves it. Yeah, I, I think so. Absolutely. I mean, like you said, they haven't even given it a date. Yeah. I, I don't think the UFC cares who the champion is for Adesanya to face, do they? Yeah, exactly. They just yeah. want him to face yeah. anyone. And Definitely. I think they'll probably look at both of them, rightly or wrongly, that are both beatable by Adesanya. So I, I agree with you, Joe. I think he's earned it. He's 41. Give him the shot. Um, he'll, he's probably not too far out from retirement anyway. I think make this little fairy tale fight there for the title. Another crack at it. What is it? Seven years maybe after the first one. Um, I, I think, yeah, Yan and Glover has got to be next. But big question is whether Yan's going to be willing to give up that, that big money fight against Adesanya. He's going to give that up kicking and screaming, I think. He kind of calls the shots a little bit now because he's won the belt. So it's a bit tricky. And you understand it from the UFC side, then you're as well. They want the biggest fight possible. They want Izzy in there, man. They yeah. want to just crowbar him in <laughs> any way they can. But it's so harsh on Glover, man. It, and I mean that... We said it last week, innit? That the, the timing was just odd. Yeah. For a big main event, I think exactly the same chat would have been said if Santos would have won. So... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, man. Santos looked pretty good as well, didn't he? Kind of, apart from when Glover was beating him. <laughs> but he looked okay, <laughs> considering, considering he'd been out for so long, smashed his knee yeah. up. Perhaps that in, was involved in the takedowns. There wasn't much wrestling going on from Santos. Maybe that was still a little bit dodgy. But, I mean, just to your point a second ago, when you're thinking about Yan, and he probably wants the uh, the payday, as, as you would imagine, against Izzy. You look at the Glover fight, and that's a very... I mean, I don't know if it's a tougher fight than Adesanya because of what he's capable of but it's a very different fight and if if Glover's going to take Yan's power you're going to kind of have to probably survive what Santos couldn't in terms of the wrestling and the ground game and Blakovic might fancy his chances a little bit more in a stand-up fight against Israel well yeah I mean both are very good points there but I think that both are all like very tricky matchups you're going to expect yeah, a tricky yeah. matchup whoever you are 
Yeah, it's a tricky one. I, I can see I can see them sort of stepping back a bit and letting, allowing this fight to go go ahead. To be honest, I think I think I think Izzy can wait as long as he wants. Really, he might only have to wait. I don't know, six months. Just the winner, the it's winner like, of this fight. Yeah, like Yang could go out, starch Glover in the first round, no damage, book the easy fight straight away, do it again in four months or whatever. I, I kind of feel that Yang does need to defend it once anyway, because obviously it was a vacant belt. To become a true champion, obviously he is the champion, but the, the king left and the, the two lads fought yeah. for it. And now you're fighting the middle line, Rightly so, it's just the, the order of the title, the way it went. Yeah. Get the defence under his belt. I think he's truly the champion. Then, then Izzy goes up. But because I don't think if Izzy comes up, say Izzy comes up and beats Yan, he's not going to fight Glover next. No, no, yeah, no. Jones straight away. Jones, it? yeah. So it would be very harsh on Glover. I can see the title being sort of held up a little bit. You can see it already happening, can't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, sort of 2021. Yeah. So for me, you've you've sold it to me, Joseph. Glover yeah. Yan, get the title on, maybe on the New Year card or something, if both are fit enough. Let's get it going. Yeah, man. He deserves it, I think. So something, 41, something... eh? Oh, no. Makes you look like a baby hitting your third. <laughs> yeah. I've still got time. That's what that means. You got to, to make my run. 205 champion. Yeah. That's it. Izzy, he's going to do... <laughs> What's he going to do? He's going to beat Yan, beat John Jones, come back to finish off to Glover, and then by that time, I'm in there, ready. Well, let me put it, don't give up veg, oh, don't give up chicken just yet, Joe. You need to get up to 205. You ain't going to get there with your corn. That is quite dirt. a way. That is quite a way. You know come. what I'm saying? But, yeah, man. 41. I'm still with time for me. <laughs> yeah. There is. There is plenty of time. I've got, I've got eight years. Is that right? Eight years? I'm 33. Eight years. Fuck me. Oh, it. yes. Let's get the gyms back open. Let's go. What else was on the card, Joe? Is there anything else that sort of sticks out to you? There weren't a lot. There weren't a lot that sticks out, apart from, and I don't know if you've seen this. Well, in fact, I do know that you haven't seen this because we're going to get you to have a look at it right now. But Max Griffin beat Ramiz Brahimaj at the weekend, and it was a doctor's stoppage in the end due to an ear injury. Now, we've seen, we've seen some gruesome cuts. We've seen kind of, um, remember Overeem's lip? That was a bit of a naughty one. We've seen one recently. This is pretty gruesome. I don't know... If, if, if if anyone listening has seen if you have if you haven't even go have a look at Ramiz Brahimaj from his fight at the weekend now his ear I'm not quite sure how it was hanging on in the end by a thread would be the best description it was horrendous the doctor came in and literally just wobbled it around and was like no I, I think we're going to have to go get that stitch back on because one more dig and that ear was falling off completely well, I'm looking at it here. It's uh, Max Griffin on ear slicing elbow. It looked like a brain dangling from his head. <laughs> is Griffin's description. All right, let's have a look then. So, by the medium of talk sport, Alan Brazil and all that game. <laughs> that looks fucking jank, man. It's disgusting, isn't it? What is that? <laughs> Honestly, I thought it was coming off. But I don't understand. Oh... It was it's like a massive the, gaping hole. Just, yeah, just completely sliced. Oh, gives you gives you the chills. L- lick a Savlon <laughs> and a lie down, he'll sort him out. That is rank, isn't it? Yeah, that was bad. I man. thought it'd that be like an exploding one. You know the exploding ears you get and stuff when it's 
when they catch him with a hook or something. Yeah. That's just it's like he just rotten. Sliced it off. Proper gaping hole there. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, I mean, shout out to Max Griffin. So he, he, he lost to take it. Yeah, the doctor weren't letting him carry on after that, and 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 Man. quite rightly, I would say, quite quite rightly. Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to be some kind of complete wrong and to let that continue. <laughs> Fair play to him. He, he don't seem too phased by it. Well, I mean, he's a geezer, isn't he? He is a geezer. Shout out, Ramis. I think some of the little aches and pains I moan about. Geezer's ears hanging off. <laughs> <laughs> but apart from that, complete rotter you made me look at there. Anything else tickle your fancy at the weekend? No, well, I think you just come across a bit of breaking news that we uh, we better get straight to. This is uh, quite a biggie. Probably the biggest one that they can make at the minute, you would think. McGregor, Poirier 2, officially booked. You look, you go looking for an ear, then you get get a bit yeah. of news about a big fight like that, eh? It's good job we checked, eh? So, official. Is there a date? What can you see? 257. Is it? MMA fighting January the 23rd. Is that in a Texas stadium? Is it? Is that going to have fans? No. no? That is in... Las Vegas, so I don't know how that's going to work, really. Mm. Probably won't have fans by then, though. Not in Vegas. I mean, I wouldn't have thought you'd have a full full tank in there. Have a look. I can't really see much going on. Well, obviously, it's only just sort of really broken, so there might be more details to follow. But it's official, because I saw something earlier where Poirier was potentially holding it up a bit with his negotiations. So, obviously, those have been... That's been overcome. So, yeah. The rematch. Yeah, what we so, think, lightweight we'll title or? Nothing like that. No, I think Khabib's keeping hold of that for now. So it's just these two, probably for number one contender, you'd think, innit? Yeah, I guess I guess so. Would that be fair? Gaethje had a, had a go, so I mean, join the back of the queue. Because we all, I, I, so. I guess we, we, all, we all want, we all want the tournament, but I guess we just got to be a bit realistic. I mean, that's not going to happen. So, Connor fights are always fun though, aren't they? The build-up is always fun. As long as he's got his head screwed on. Yeah, obviously it's a shame you don't have all the fight week and all the tomfoolery that comes with it, but I'm sure it, it it wouldn't have been all this behind closed doors stuff. I don't think he'd have wanted to carry on, sort of leave a legacy where he weren't involved a little bit in that. So I think he can leave his stamp on it. I think he'll I think he'll come back better than ever, won't he? I mean, we've got, we're forgetting that how yeah, good he looked in his comeback fight in January this year. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I think it's probably one of those things where you look at and you're thinking, um, right, all this lockdown, COVID stuff's going on, there's no crowds. You know, give it six months, I'll wait. I'll wait till crowds are back. And it's got to the point now where everyone's fighting. You've had brilliant moments. It's getting as much hype uh, and, and viewings, bowl accounts, as it ever has. So it's probably like, all right, well, I might as well get involved as well now and then. Like you say, it is a historic kind of time, on it? So I think now it's official. It's a good fight, I think. I think... Well, it is a good fight, isn't it? Like that's going to be one brilliant kind of style style matchup. If you look at it, it's down to whether Poirier can kind of weather the storm or what I thought, isn't it? And like he did in kind of the Gaethje fight. Obviously, I mean, probably this is be similar to that, will it? Poirier's going to get clipped. McGregor's probably going to come out fast. Can he survive? So it'll be interesting, and maybe the winner. I mean, the winner's going to have to fight someone if it's the number one number one contender's spot. Maybe Gaethje does get that, and then you've got the Poirier-Gaethje rematch for the title, which would be quite exciting. Or you've got McGregor-Gaethje for the title, which could probably be even more exciting. 
let's, and let's not forget Tony knocking about as well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Must, yeah. mustn't forget about Big Toe now. <laughs> He's still knocking about. But it, we spoke about it briefly, didn't we, a couple of weeks ago. I think it probably favours probably favours McGregor. But both fighters are just completely different from when they first fought. Poirier in particular. He's just a different animal altogether. I think he's come on leaps and bounds, and I think he, this could be a classic, basically. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. All right, so there you go, some, some actual real-life breaking news, which you won't <laughs> hear from us until tomorrow. So that's useful, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, quality. All right, so let's, let's move on to official the news. All right, so this is one that is kind of a bit off-piste, but it popped up on my radar the other day, and it is Mike Tyson. Mike Tosin. Remember good old Mike Tosin. It's like a pro-evolution Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah. Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> is coming up in literally like three weeks. And that's exciting. I'm looking forward to it. No way is it going to be an exhibition. It's going to be a... They're going to try and knock each other out of the fault. But what, what caught my eye is that it's on pay-per-view in the UK at midnight. Oh, sorry what, Matthew, I'm just getting a little bit sick of all these pay-per-views going on at the moment. The football's trying it. They've had to back down. I mean, I don't know how much this one is. Uh, are you uh, going to pay for this at midnight? Well, it's a bit we, of a spectacle, like, isn't it? We, we like old lads. We do. And these both, both of these tick that box. These are that could to the extreme. <laughs> that old could lads. swing it for me. <laughs> I think both are younger than Glover, though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Certainly younger than Arlovsky, who's also still. I don't know. He, he, what's on this card? Isn't uh, what's his name on there? The YouTube fella. Do Are they backing it with that sort of? I've got um, no idea. Talent? Probably, probably. I mean, I wouldn't watch any of that. I'll just, I'll just say that now. <laughs> I, I, w- I did want to watch it when it first sort of got announced and stuff like that, and I have earmarked it for this this month, but I, I just didn't register that it wouldn't be a normal time. I don't know yeah. why, but. <laughs> I, I don't know. Do, am I, I? I am interested to see what it's like, and but I'm not a huge boxing fan. I'm MMA all day long. And they I are love in boxing. their 50s. I do like it, but I'm not a huge boxing fan. I wouldn't be able to tell you who's the champion or which weight and in which uh, promotion or Division whatever. Or whatever, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whether it's Matchroom or Frank Warren and all that. But I do like it. But I do, like, it all depends how much. You're it pay, is. Yeah, you're gonna pay a score. Maybe record I'd it, watch it. score if the fight was on at 12. But it yeah. won't be on at 12. No, It'll be a lot of faff. Big time. Be a lot of faff in there. Steve Bunce will be talking about faff for a bit. <laughs> probably not Joe is probably my no. answer. All right, fair enough, yeah. I mean, what are you saying then? You're a big no-no because the football's uh, done me in. I've not watched the last two Tottenham games, probably luckily. 15 quid a pop that, that's just completely extortionate. Yeah, I mean, 15 quid a pop that. It's an historic is, event. yeah. I mean, I might, I might if it's a twenty quid is a stretch, but I mean, there's probably not going to be much else going on at that time, is there? So maybe if it's a tenner, I definitely will. I'm interested though. Like, I'm, I just want to know what happens really. <laughs> I, just, I just want to see them both kick off. Well, I'm, I'm not a streamer. I don't really know what I'm doing. So yeah, no, I, I can't no, be no, asked all that. Particularly when I'm half asleep and I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> But last time I made a stand on a, a fight pay-per-view and not pay for it is when Masvidal knocked out Askren in a world-record knockout setting knee. So I don't want to make the same mistake again. <laughs> but we'll see, eh? Give, give us a shout nearer the time, see how bored, see what my plans are. Ideally, Mike Tyson will come out with a flying knee to open 
and uh, that will set the tone. You certainly will set the tone. You know, it may not have. He's been disqualified. <laughs> it must be 20 quid after a couple of days. But, yeah, interesting point. I'll keep an eye on it. I'll, I shall keep you informed of my All decision right. there at the time. We'll go back, to the, go back to the topic. Let's just quickly run through a bit of news that we've got. So Amanda Nunes is out of her Anderson, Megan Anderson fight. Not sure why at the moment. But I just want to make a little point, a little brief case while we're here. We've had a lot of pound for pound and goat discussion recently. I mean, uh, Amanda Nunes didn't get much mention, and not from us either. I was thinking earlier, Amanda Nunes might be pound for pound, maybe the greatest of all time. If you look at what look at what she's done, look at who she's beaten. Smashed Cyborg, who at the time everyone looked at and thought, no one's ever going to beat Cyborg. Smashed her. And then smashed everyone in the division. And then you look at the entire world of women's MMA now, literally the entire world, you could probably think, well, Shevchenko's probably the only decent fight for Nunes. And she's beaten her twice already. And so I just want to make a little case while we're here. I'm not sure why she's out, hopefully. Nothing too serious. But I reckon Amanda Nunes could be right up there. You could probably always make the argument against the, um, what do you call it, the quality of opponent. Obviously, women's MMA is a bit younger. But, yeah, I just want to make a little shout-out for Amanda Nunes. Could be, if not the GOAT, she could be pound for pound right now. Yeah, I, I, I can't disagree with you at all. No. A bit of disrespect by all last week all, and uh, then yeah. sort of discussions, innit? Yeah, so my apologies. Yeah, no, I, I think you should be lauded upon, Joe, for bringing it up. I think it's, it was high time that she got a bit of a mention. I mean, everyone sort of mentions the greatest woman, female fighter of all time and stuff, which she, she is, without yes. a doubt, really, yeah. at this at this point in time. Others may have something to say about that moving forward. Some of those coming through, but definitely of all time, Ronda smashed. Smashed Tate up. smashed. Yeah. Holmes smashed. Home. Yeah. Uh, Shevchenko not smashed, but beat twice. Durandami smashed. smashed. It's just, yeah. You look at that body of work and it's <laughs> sensational. Where it really so many smashings, just pure smashing. Apart from two decisions over Shevchenko, but fuck me, yeah, she's up there. She's up there, Joe. Well done, Definitely. well done. I, I applaud you. All right, someone else who's also out of a fight, Darren Till. Big shame, obviously carrying carrying the hopes and dreams of a lot of a lot of UK fans. He's out of his fight against Jack Hermanson. This would have been a good one for him, I think. Would have done him a, the world of good with a nice little win there. Put him right back in contention. Unfortunately, he's out, so we wish him a speedy recovery, whatever the case is there. But, I mean, the big story here is Kevin Holland, a man on an absolute tear at the moment. He's stepping in on what's going to be, what, a few weeks' notice, if that. And he's going for his fifth win inside the octagon of 2020. He wants to go for the six wins. And, I mean, this is, could just turn out to be a tremendous story. Could be the fighter of the year. He could go from January of this year to the end of the year, having six fights, winning them all, and earning himself in a title shot. Could all, That could be pretty unprecedented, really. So, Kevin Holland could be about to do some tremendous things up against a tough opponent against Jack Manson. Yeah, well, first off, big shame, in it, that old... It is. Young Till. It was always a bit of a push. Old Young Till. Him announcing it when he's just had surgery and stuff. So I don't I don't yeah. really know what the reason is. I think it's probably something maybe related, not quite ready, you would think. But fair play, Holland jumping in like that. Like you said, four wins on the bounce this year. What a year, fight of the year contender, definitely, particularly if he wins this one. I mean, there's a lot of talk about Chimaev 
But yeah. Holland just slowly sort of going under the radar until now. I think that uh, feel feel for the dentist Darren Stewart a little bit because obviously he took him right to the wire and probably could have got that decision in the last fight. But even Kevin Holland said, "I'll give you a rematch straight away." But when an opportunity like this arises, you got to grab it with both hands, which he's done. Don't really know why Hamans has probably taken it. It's not like too short a notice for him to just take any fight. Mm. Uh, quite a, quite an odd decision there, you would think. Pretty. Well, he says not about much to gain. Hamanson has said, apparently, you never know, about five people turned down the fight before Holland. So if you believe that, there, there weren't many, many willing to step in. Chandler. Chandler? He was mentioned. Um, sorry. Oh, not Chandler. I'm thinking of the uh, other fight that dropped out that Chandler was uh, not interested in. But yeah, apparently five people turned it down. So maybe Hamanson just wants to give it a go. I think he's fifth in the rankings. Yeah, a win, a win's a win, isn't it? It's only going to get you up there. Uh, you're only as good as your last fight, if you, if, if you see what I mean. So he ain't going to get paid if you don't fight anyone. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, well, if that is the case, that makes more sense then. But you, you'd think people like Uriah Hall are banging down the door of Dana White to get in that fight. If he wants to climb the rankings, didn't take any damage, did he? Yeah, I don't, as far that, as I'm Dana, aware, Dana weren't happy with him, though, was he? He's slating him a little bit, Uriah Hall. He did slate him, but if you're Uriah Hall, you'd be you'd be like. Hold on a minute. I'm going to teach. I'm going to. I'm going to show him. I'm saying, like, give me that fight. I'll show you what I can do, sort of thing. It get it jumping right out of the rankings, but as it, well, we don't really know what goes on. But you'd think from the outsider looking in that someone would want to try and take that opportunity. And Kevin Holland's done it instead, so he can jump from what unranked. I think unranked. unranked. Yeah. The five. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you, full Chimiev. You can't argue. You don't deserve it, really. That'd be five wins in a year. Madness. And we're well, not yeah. even at the end of the year. There's still. He could get another one in, in a month and a half. Well, Ever since he's come on the scene, though, he's, he's looked the part. I think he might have even lost his first one. Don't quote me on that, but he, he's always entertaining. You've got to love him. He's a good character for the for the sport and for the division, and I'm, I'm looking forward to the fight. It's going to be a cracker. Shame about Till, but we've got, we've got a cracker in its place. And we have had another fighter drop out, which leads us nicely on to this weekend's card, actually. We're talking about short notice there. Well, this is, uh, this is a little something different. Islam Makachev, he was out of his fight of, uh, against Rafael Dos Anjos this weekend. Um, and I mean, uh, that's pretty that's pretty tight, isn't it? You think the fight's probably going to fall out then, but the big man, the Irish dragon, Paul Felder. I'm not sure, I think, he, don't quote me on this, but I think he was meant to be commentating this weekend. And he thought, you know what? Sod that, I'm going to get in and fight the man. So, I mean, I mean, what a geezer Paul Felder is. I mean, just imagine John Anik did that one week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this Jimmy F guy. But, I don't know. It's just, it's, he was talking about, did he retire? I'm pretty sure he did, yeah. Um, He's like, I can't ish. do this no more after yeah. that war with Hooker, which he probably won from memory. Lost, didn't get a decision back in February. He thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm it going for it. I've yeah. got, the Sanyos is a legend. I'm going to just go with a flow a bit here and show show everyone what I can still do. He, he's not that old. I think he's like 35, 36. Hmm. Still got a few miles in the clock. He's had a big old rest. And he, he's probably been clucking for a fight, hasn't he? He's yeah, been I reckon at, so. event, All these events on Fire Island in the Sitting Apex. Right there. He's been, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's probably clucking. And I think it's a winnable fight that could shoot him out the rankings. Obviously, oh, the big, big caveat is the Sanders is coming down to 155 again after eight fights. Up at welterweight, mixed mixed bag up there. I think he went half and half with it. I think four and four. 
Felder to cut down to 55 on five days notice is a big ask. That's going to be a big factor. I don't know why this isn't at some kind of catch weight. Yeah. But that is that is the big question mark for me. Full camp each. I've actually fancy Felder's chances. He's just a complete animal. But I don't know. That's going to be a step too far, surely. I mean, it's tight. He it? has to lose about 30 pounds, the size of the bloke. He looks. I mean, he's, he's been looking pretty fun, pretty big, hasn't he? In, in his in his little tie shirts on the commentary. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that mus- that moustache weighs a couple of kilos. <laughs> yeah, you seen that? I mean, I guess um, he must be confident he can do it, doesn't he? I think so. No, I think so. It'd be quite embarrassing. Maybe not. Maybe embarrassing isn't the right word, but you accept it, and then you're like, what, five, six, seven pounds over, like. It would kind of take the shine off it a little bit, so he must feel like he must feel confident, like he can do it, like he's ready, ready to to do it to get there. Yeah, five rounds as well, though. Still, <laughs> so yeah. that's that's quite unusual, isn't it? On these yes. late notice fights, they, they normally just change them down to. Yeah, they change them, don't they? But unless uh, the Sanjos is having some wild demands, builders <laughs> um, yeah. must just be right. You know what? I don't care. Let's just go for it. I'll get a few a few quid here. I bet he's getting paid well handsomely. So. I'm excited because like, the card's pretty thin, so it would have been a shame to lose that main event altogether. So it's probably more exciting fight than the original. Makachev's an exciting fighter in terms of what he can go on to do in the future. So I think he's got all the tools, but I think Felder, on the whole, is a probably more exciting fighter to watch purely because of the damage he dishes out and takes um, in equal yeah, measure. I think that's, so, I think and, that's fair. And the Sanders is the same, so. Two vets going at it, slugging it out. I can't wait. It's a good one. Yeah, I, I'm actually excited for it. If, if you had to call one now, you'd probably go with Felder, would you Would you say? I believe mean, it's tough, it? RDA purely RDA, yeah. because of the late notice and the, the yeah. way he's got a shift and all, all the usual sort of stuff, really. Not saying anything new. Just, but I'd, I'd, I'd probably lean towards wanting Felder to win just because he's probably the most likeable man in that company, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. No, I think um, you, you're you bang on with everything you say there. It's the sensible way to go. Uh, it's not for me though. I'm afraid. I I reckon Felder might get it done. I reckon if the fight turns out like Felder Hooker, I don't think RDA fancies that much. So I reckon it'd be on Paul. I think right five rounds probably not happening. Let's make it three and finish him in that time. Just overwhelm him and. He's seen that happen to RDA before, so I'll go for Big Paul. Yeah, that's a good shout. It's a good shout. I think he's probably better at taking a few digs at welterweight, isn't he, RDA? But down at 155, he's, he's notoriously found it tricky to get back down there, which yeah. makes it even more puzzling that they haven't had this at a catch weight, particularly with the opportunity there with a late replacement in Felder. But I don't know. Yeah, you make a good point. But it's good. I don't. We don't know. We're not writing anyone off on this one which makes a change yes yeah exactly alright so like you say a bit of a thin car but we've got a couple of good ones that we've got to mention on here and it is a former guest of this podcast which used to have a different name but it's still this podcast so she still counts as a former guest <laughs> and that is Corey McKenna <laughs> making a UFC debut after a successful turn on the Contender Series she's up against Kay Hansen and this is only Kay's second fight in the UFC she won her first via armbar I believe that was back in June-ish so very excited for this obviously um, great person Corey she was great to speak to and um, 
by all accounts, she's got a bright future ahead of her. So it'll be interesting to see how she gets on on this big stage. Obviously, done very well in Cage Warriors. Done well enough on Contender to earn a contract. So hopefully that continues this weekend. Yeah, I think she, it, by all accounts, looks like she surrounds herself with some exceptional coaching and talent worldwide, both here and abroad. So, And long may the sort of Welsh takeover continue this weekend. Another one, isn't it? Another one. Another one, man. Also got a... Another UK-based one who's hopefully going to have a bit more of a, a fun start than he did on his actual debut. I mean, Reece that McKee, is... Former Cage Warriors. Not the debut you want to get, really, is it? Yeah, I hope he gets a little bit more time to bed in rather than, what was it, six days' notice against uh, a previously pretty unknown Hamzat Chimiev. Yes. Uh, obviously, we know him now, but... I, mean, I wonder, I wonder uh, when he signed that fight, because Chimiev had beaten John Phillips, hadn't he, on his yeah. debut. And then this was Chima's second fight. I wonder when he, when Reese McKee signed that, I thought, yeah, that'll, that'll be my debut. I wonder if he knew. But I mean, anyway, it's in the past now. Well, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's a fresh start for him. Hopefully he can sort of put that behind him and sort of hit the ground running again because he's got all the tools, isn't it? Yeah, it's so, a very exciting fighter, isn't he? It's just unlucky to fight someone who's, who's fighting Leon Edwards next. Exactly. Like, do you know what I mean? So in what is might maybe a welterweight eliminator. So in your debut on six days notice. So hopefully <laughs> yeah. we get to see the the real Reese McKee. I think he's fighting Alex Morono this weekend. So another so, one to look out for. Another UK based one. We'll send our best wishes too. Alright then, that was a that was a good one I think. Some nice little uh, discussion points in there. Obviously got a top of the list, the old lad, Glover Teixeira that is the big talking point this week, but We'll give Paul Felder some credit as well. Close run second, but yeah, good show, Matthews. Good to speak to you as always. Uh, unless you've got anything very pressing to get off your chest, we'll wrap this one. Nothing to get off my chest, man. No. You'll be the first to know, trust me. All right then, geezer. Well, everyone, thank you for listening. Uh, we are on, uh, what do you call it? What do you call it these days? Social media. We're on those. Uh, Twitter and Instagram. Mustard MMA and The Mustard MMA. Go and give us a, a little look on there, a bit of a follow. And I tell you what, if you are listening, if you are on iTunes, go and give us a little five-star review. That's all you need to do. Go on there, click five stars. That'd be fantastic, and uh, we'll get this moving. Other than that, I've enjoyed myself, Matt. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll uh, see you later. 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 See you later, Titus. <laughs>